Hi, this is Bill, and welcome to the last episode of the Late to Grid podcast for 2022. I'm starting a new episode style called Gridwalk. These are shorter format podcasts, and uh, I thought it'd be a great idea to invite our first guest that we had on in 2022, Luca Mars, to share some super exciting news with you. Um, so listen, if this is the first time that you're listening to the Late to Grid podcast, thank you so much for listening. The podcast is to help grow our sport, which is amateur racing. So if you're in NASA, SCCA, you do track days, HPDE events, autocross, or you want to get in those events, this podcast is for you. I interview folks that have done it before, and I interview folks that can help you do it. Uh, so listen, I don't want to take any more time away from Luca's exciting news. Stay tuned after Luca's announcement and interview for just some wrap-up notes for the year. All right, folks, as, as I mentioned, I'm joined by Luca Mars uh, for the last episode of the Late to Grid podcast this year. And Luca, if you didn't realize this, you were the first episode of 2022, and you're going to be the last episode of 2022. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. Yeah, and it was. Uh, I still remember the recording I did with you. I was locked in my home office. I had COVID, although I didn't feel bad or anything. I just got locked in the office. Um so that was uh, that was great to have you on. Matter of fact, uh, your episodes are our most listened to episodes. So uh, I know I know a lot of listeners are going to want to hear some exciting news that you have to share. But first, let's talk a little bit about 2022 and uh, how was your 2022 racing season? I mean, yeah, it was a great year racing in the IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge and being able to join the HPD Academy, getting some accurate GT3 testing in. And the se- our season went great in Michelin Pilot. I think I qualified the top in the top five every race I did, besides one where we received the penalty. And we got some po- we got two podiums this year at the end of the year. We I was able to qualify and pulled out in Road America. And it was just an overall great year of learning. And in the HPD program, those guys were amazing there. I was able to be coached by pros there and work with uh, pro engineers, and it was just a great experience. That's awesome! Congrats on those podiums. I was actually going through my. Um... Uh, I think it was my Instagram post feed and I, I posted a picture. I put a new ceiling fan up in the garage and on my TV, I was watching you. I can't remember what race it was from, but you were running in the top three, as I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you, it was fun watching you last year. And um, let's talk about the Acura and the Honda program that, um, that you were part of. So help the listeners kind of understand what that program is what it might lead to. And you talked about some cool coaching and engineering. How do you think that's helped you on your journey? Yeah. So the program is great. The guys at Racer's Edge, they do an amazing job. Honda, Acura, they do an amazing job setting all that up. So it's four different tests and four different tracks we did. Um, we started off in Mid-Ohio, went to VIR, then Indianapolis and Sebring. And those tracks are amazing tracks. And they bring in pro coaching. Like I worked with um, – Ricky Taylor, Ryan Eversley, Mario Farnbacher, Dakota Dickerson, Carl Whitmer, a bunch of great guys who have a bunch of racing experience. So as you get up to speed, they coach you and you go live by live on their data. And it's just a great experience to work with the coaches. And it really prepares you for endurance racing because they have a bunch of drills like driving on cold tires, how to start with the turbo boost, just all kinds of drills that get you prepared for endurance racing. Awesome. And then the the IMSA stuff and the Michelin Pilot that was a that was a pretty cool season overall. There was a lot of competition, uh, a lot of different races. 
what were some of the, I know you talked about the, the pole and the podiums and the top fives, uh, but what else did you enjoy about that season? Yeah, so the season overall was amazing. I learned so much. We, we were unlucky in many scenarios, like in Road America, from my brakes went out from the lead, and there was a lot of things we had to overcome. But the whole core motorsports team, Dean Martin, Morgan, all those guys there, they did an amazing job all year. The car was always on rails. And I started off with Nate Stacy, and I ended the season with Billy Johnson, who's an incredible driver. And me and Billy, he helped me so much just uh, setting up the car and just learning like side drafting and little things that a pro like him has used this whole career. And it was just amazing. Billy did an amazing job in our last two races. We got we got second in um, VIR, but unfortunately we got a we had a fuel issue, so we got DQ'd. But I still have the trophy, so I'm still pretty happy about that. <laughs> and then we got third in the last Nobody. race of the year, so it was an amazing year. That's awesome. That's the trophy you kind of put in the back of the case so it fills it up a little bit. No one will ever know. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? I just thought about this. Uh, so for someone that doesn't know who Luca Mars is, let's remind the listeners, how old are you? Uh, 16. 16 years old. You're battling at the front of, the, of, of an IMSA class. Uh, you beat all the old guys on the pole at Road America. How cool is that? Yeah, it's really cool. All, all the guys there, they show me a lot of respect, and it's just awesome to get, get to race a lot of the pros that I used to watch when I was a kid in the series. Like Bill Oberlin, like racing him is amazing. And then just all those pros who like you watch on TV, I get to race them now, so it's pretty awesome. You got your start in kart. How, how young were you when you started karting? I started practicing when I was five. Holy cow. Do you remember those days? Uh, no, but my dad has some videos, and I, I used to be pretty slow back in the day. Oh my gosh, that's so cool! Pretty soon there'll be like an ESPN thirty for thirty, or there'll be some Sam Posey, uh, vi- you know, video of you uh, racing as a kid. So I think that's that's awesome. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about. Actually, let's talk a lot about twenty twenty three. You have a major announcement. What what is this major announcement? Um, so I'll say this first. Um, I'll be back with Core Motorsports in the Michelin Pilot Series. So I'm really excited for that. Teammate, we're still finalizing the teammate, but we think we know who it is. But I'm really excited to race with them. And the big announcement is I'll be joining JDC Motorsports in the uh, LMP3 Rolex 24-hour race, which I'm really excited about. Holy cow. Congratulations. Thank you, yeah. I can't believe I'm racing the 24-hour, and I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Do you know who the driver lineup is going to be in that car with you? Well, four drivers, and it will be me. Till, uh, sorry, I might pronounce his name wrong, Blichtersmeer, it's something along the lines, and then uh, Team and Vanderwelm, and the fourth driver, they're still finalizing that one. And what's the team name again? JDC, JDC Miller Motorsports. Awesome. So how does, a, how does a ride like that come together? So they were kind of talking to some drivers, and they like heard of me, so they reached out to me, and we were we, I tested an LMP3 car out in Sebring, a few months ago, so just in case something came up and the opportunity came up, and we were like, "Yeah, we're really interested. We love to do this." Wow! And um, so, explain to the listeners. You know, maybe maybe someone doesn't understand what an LMP3 car is versus a you know an NB Miata. So, describe the car, the engine, what the you know the cockpit is like. Yeah, for so you. I believe it's a V8 engine that's in the rear of the car, and it's a it's a prototype car, so it's a single seater. You're like, in the, you're in the middle of the cockpit. It's like a small cockpit. You're in the middle, off to the right. It's obviously a closed cockpit, and you're kind of it's not much space in there. From like, I'm a taller guy, so um, when I was in there, it's pretty tight in there. 
you're kind of like angled off to the right a little bit, but and you're like locked in, you have things keeping your shoulders and everything down, but it's way different than a GT4 car. Like from the LMP3 to the GT4 car, I thought I was driving on a cloud within the GT4 car. The LMP just uh, three, it's just so it's on the ground. It's fast, very nimble, very good brakes on it. You really got to get all out of the brakes when you drive that car. Wow. And that is a closed cockpit, yep. right? Yeah. Holy cow, that's pretty cool. And JDC runs uh, Porsches. Yeah, well, I think it's uh, the Duquesne model of it, I believe. And then the okay. JDC, they also, this year, they also have a uh, the GTP Porsche that they'll be running in the, in the highest category in GTP. So that would be pretty cool to watch them in that. Oh, heck yeah. I got to tell you, so I, I'm, a, I'm an anything race fan for the most part. You know, if, if I find myself near a karting track, I love watching karting. I love watching IndyCar. I'll, I'll watch NASCAR. I'll watch IMSA stuff. But I got to tell you, of, of all this, and of course, Formula One, of everything going on, I think IMSA right now has the best motorsports excitement anywhere. Yeah, and it's I probably the most agree. underrated. Yeah, it's not, it's like people don't talk about it as much as like the F1 and the car because it's a lot bigger. But the IMSA, the racing at IMSA is just so, it's crazy. Like all the series down to like the MX-5, IMSA Mission Pilot, and of course the WeatherTech. The endurance races, it's just all, it's so cool to watch. It's just close battling all the time. And pit stops, everything like that's super important. And there's always a good battle at the end of the race, which you might you might not get in some of like the F1 and IndyCar races. Yeah, I think most of the endurance races, you know, um, like the, uh, the the WeatherTech series, even after what, the 10-hour, the well, the 24-hour, the 10-hour, it was still down, oh, I think even in your class. Yeah, championships it decided was, in the last race always. Yeah, in the, la- in the last couple of minutes of the race, you know, you're still, everyone's still battling it out for a podium. I think that's that's awesome. So I, I, I'm really excited about the traction yeah. uh, that IMPS is getting, and uh, I, I think that's going to be great for you yeah. and, and your career as well. Um, so let's, um, so the idea on these grid walk uh, episodes is it's kind of quick to the point, so we're starting to wrap up here. Um so again, congratulations on on this very cool ride in the twenty four hour race. I have a couple last questions. So, um, how do you prepare for a twenty four hour race? I know you won't drive the entire twenty four hours, um, but how do you mentally and physically prepare that for driving at night or unplanned stop? And now you got to jump in the car. Yeah, so I've kind of reached out to my friend Mark Miller, who's a professional. Actually, he was one. I forgot to mention him. He was one of the HPD um, driver academy coaches also kind of reached out to him asked him for some tips and I, I work out at the gym with a, a trainer so I asked him for some nutritional tips so I've been kind of staying in shape and uh just keeping hydrated and that, that stuff so I can be prepared because you never know what's going to happen in the 24 hour you got to be ready for everything you got to be ready to hop in the car when you're tired and you got to be able to take naps because it's a it's a long race so, yeah, I've kind of just been uh, talking to some uh, people I know who've raced in the 24-hour to kind of prepare for it. Wow, man, that is certainly exciting. So um, now's the time. Who do you want to thank? Sponsors, supporters, who helped you get to where you are? Who would you like so to thank? So first of all, I'd like to thank my parents and my family for supporting me and Dan Slosser. He's been along with me since I was five years old. I'd like to thank them for supporting my whole career. I'd like to thank uh, Joe Mack. They'll be our sponsor, Rich Jones, this year. Uh, for the Michelin pilot and it's really great of them to hop on board and help us out this year and I'm really excited to work with them this year 
Cool. And then if, uh, so folks are naturally going to want to follow you, keep tabs on you. What's the best social platform or website folks should So uh, I have an Instagram. It's um, Luca.Mars1. And then my Facebook is just LucaMars. And then the website we have, we set up this year, it's uh, just LucaMars.com. And then if you want to check out some of my onboards and YouTube videos, uh, my YouTube is LucaMarsRacing. Oh, I'll definitely put links to all of that in the show notes. Luca, it's so exciting uh, what you have going on. I can't wait to follow everything that you're up to next year. Hopefully, we uh, Dan and I had met at PRI. We were talking about a couple things, and we're going to have to find a, a closer track because Mid-Ohio, you won't be there this yeah, year. Yeah, unfortunately, Maybe we'll not catch you, I'm catch kind, of, kind of upset about that. Yeah, well, hopefully they'll work to get it back on the schedule. Yeah. Well, hey, best, best of luck to you Thank in you. 2023. Thank you. And thanks for being on this episode of the Late to Grid Podcast. Thank you very much, Bill. Have a nice day. Well, that was certainly an exciting episode, and it was great to have Luca on. It was great to be able to announce his plans uh, to run LMP3. Very exciting stuff. If you check out the show notes, you will certainly be able to link to Luca and uh, his team and learn more about him and follow him and stay up to date because this kid is definitely going somewhere. Hey, real quickly, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, this is the last episode of 2022. I am in the Atomic Autosports studio wrapping things up for the year. Uh, So next year has some great, exciting stuff. I've got some great guests lined up to talk more about their organizations and how they can help you get better on track. Uh, We've got some people that have been in your shoes and are now advancing in their racing careers. So we're going to be able to share their stories. And we're going to change the format up a little bit, too. So this is the first grid walk. These are going to be a little shorter episodes, uh, maybe just catching up with some people and just uh, sharing some quick things. And we're going to have some group uh, podcasts next year, too. We'll get some folks together for more panel discussions. I want to certainly thank the sponsors that were with us for this year. Uh, we have Atomic Auto Sports, Rad Air in Wycliffe, Track First, and LMS EFI. Be sure to check out their links in the show notes page and reach out to them if you need anything motorsports related. I wish you the very best in 2023, and thanks for being with us in 2022.